Welcome to JRoot Radio at jrootradio.com. And we are live here. Yeah, Rabbi Yitzhak. Yay. And Yossi. Yay. Am I, am I doing you good? I, I don't know. I could do myself bad. You want to hear? Uh, and his sidekick, uh, Yossi. Yay. Did I do myself pretty good? Yeah, I think so. You did yourself better than me. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. But all right. Anyway, so uh, welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs and my sidekick, me. No, no, no. Say your real name. My real name is me. I mean, Yossi. Yeah, hi. I heard you got a great story today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so engrossed in the story, I almost forgot to come to the studio. I started looking at the story, and then I was getting into it, and actually, I know, whoa, my wife says, hey, it's time to go. So I had to go, you know. So. Uh, but I, I got the whole story. I never told this story before. And I realized why I never told it before. Why? How come? Because you don't know it? Well, now I know it. So then why didn't you tell it before? I never told it before because you know why? I will tell you why. Because you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. Good. Okay, so I will tell you the reason why. Because it was a very, very long story. So, meantime, let's take care of everything in between. Okay, everything in between. Okay, uh, where should I put the tissue box? What's the tissue box have to do with it? You said I should move everything in between. Where would you like the tissue box? Maybe between your upper lip and your lower lip, and you put the whole box of tissues in there, and then I can continue the show. But that... Uh, ah, you're being funny! Thank you. Okay, anyway, so here we go. You're listening to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, Yossi. That's me, in case you didn't figure it out. Okay, and uh, we are on uh, jradio.com, for those who have kosher internet. And you can listen to us live on the telephone, 712-432-4217. Or you can listen to us live and our uh, archives on 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. Okay. Uh, J-Root Radio can also, uh, we appreciate if you send us donations because it's, uh, you know, we can certainly use it. Okay. I don't have to go through the routine speech. You all know that we do. So therefore you can send your donations to J-Root Radio 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And the number we never have to say, of course, you know, uh, is, is 718, uh, 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 oh, I forgot that. That number. What's that number again? The number we never have to say is 718-683-5858. We never have to because everybody knows that. Right. So we never say uh, the 633 number because it's not 633. It's 683, right? That's right. Okay, so we're never going to say the number again, 718-683-5858, because everybody knows to call that at the end of the show to tell us what lesson they learned. Right. So uh, if you're going to tell the story, it's going to be in one big part. Uh, first, let's get everything out of the way. Okay, I put the tissue box over here so it doesn't go in my mouth. Just, just, just relax. Okay, anyway, so now... Uh, let's just tell you like this. I'd like to remind everybody that this show is dedicated as a refuah shalema for Chaim Yosef Sib and Sora Miriam. So once again, I remind you, it's uh, dedicated for refuah shalema for Chaim Yosef Sib and Sora Miriam. Also, I would like to uh, tell you that Be'ezus Hashem, um, I would like to, uh, okay, uh, yeah, I... 
Oh, okay. Um, um, well, why are you pulling on my ear? Oh, oh, because uh, I, I want to make sure you hear me. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, that's the question. Are you sure you're loud enough? Oh, yeah, now, oh, yeah, now it can be heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, anyways, um, so, um, uh, okay, so if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling and things like that, so yeah, the number to call is 718-375-1294, okay? And if you're interested in hiring me for, uh, uh, martial arts uh, demonstrations, uh, uh, or or for the special uh, uh, show called Kayak from the Mayach, you can always call 718-375-1294. If you would like to see a uh, demo clip that shows the highlights from the martial arts demo or from the Hamish uh, type of Kayak from the Mayach demo, then you can Google, uh, first you can Google Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs at, uh, you know, Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs Extreme Martial Arts Demo. Or you can Google uh, Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs, Koach, spelled K-O-A-C-H, Fun, F-O-N, Dem, D-E-M, Moach, M-O-A-C-H. You can Google that and uh, you can see the highlights of some of the things I do. Uh, if you're interested in any private martial arts lessons, energy exercises, and things like that, you can also go, I know what you're going to say, 718-375-1294. Okay, we got that right. And and, and then if you want to hire for storytelling, it's 718-375-1294. Uh, if you want to order any of Rabbi Yitzhak's uh, story CDs, then the number to call, and he'll be more than happy to fax you or email you a whole list of current CDs that are available, because 99% of them are not available in the stores. So uh, the number to call is 718-375-1294. And for private art lessons or small groups or whatever, or for martial arts lessons, small groups, self-defense, whatever, energy exercises, a number to call is 718-375-1294. Now, did we get everything out of the way? I I think so, pretty much. I mean, I guess so. Okay, so, um, what story are you telling? Ah, that's a good question, what to call the story. The story could be called, um, <clears throat> Many Names. Oh, so the story tonight is called Many Names? No, 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 no. We're going to call tonight's story, we'll call it, um, uh, you know, uh, The Baal Smichas Chachomim. Ah, uh, The Baal Smichas Chachomim. And The Coat. And The Coat. The Baal Smichas Chachomim. And the coat. So let me write this down for nothing over here. Okay, so Baal Samichas Chachamim and the coat. And the coat. Wow, what a long title. Well, um, I could call it other names. I could have called it uh, Little Naftali. I could have called it Naftali and the Prince. I could call it Naftali and Thaddeus. I, maybe you just could call it, like, start the story. Oh, that's a good idea also. Anyways, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to finish this story in one radio show. But I will try, if I see it's going very, very late, I will try to leave some time. Because even if I tell one part of this story... And uh, I could leave some time left over for some phone calls at the end. And you'll still have plenty of lessons to learn, even from the first part of the story. Okay? And the second part of the story is, like, unbelievable. But I'm wondering if I can try to condense this all in one radio show. Well, we'll find out. Well, you know, if you stop talking and you start telling the story, then uh, you'll be able to uh, find out if it could be one way or the other. Rabbi Herbs, why aren't you uh, telling the story? Rabbi Herbs? Rabbi Herbs? Uh, you asked me to stop talking. If I don't talk, I can't tell the story. 
that's a good one. Okay, Rabbi I know what you want. You want I should be quiet. That's right. You got that right. Okay, so this story is said to be a very true story. Uh, of course, there'd be a little uh, <clears throat> uh, poetic schmaltz to add into liven it up a little bit. But I was flabbergasted when I found out, according to the sources, that this story is said to be true. There was a very, very famous tzaddik who lived in the times of the 16th century. I guess it would be called the early 17th century. He was born in 1650, and he was nifter in 1717. He lived for about 67 years, and he was known as Rav Naftali Hirsch Hasheni, uh, Katz, uh, Koyen, and he lived in Prague uh, when he was the Rav over there, and he was known as the Bal Smichas Chachomim. Okay, so now that we got that title about, let's go back many, 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 many years when this great tzaddik was just a little itty-bitty boy. Okay, anyways, so what happened was is this great tzaddik was a little boy. Unfortunately, in the good old days, they didn't have hospitals like they have now. They didn't have doctors. And so some people, if they got a small ear infection even, they could die from it, or even a small fever, and things like that. And hygiene wasn't the same as it is nowadays. So it was very unusual in the early years for people to live long lives. And so uh, this story, a matter of fact, uh, if you follow up the history of the Baal Smichus Rachamim, um, he wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael in his last years of his life, but he stopped off in Shpetivka, and there he got sick, and there he was nifta. Anyways, so uh, at the age of 67. But now I'm going to tell you about this great, great tzaddik's early life. He wasn't a little tzaddik. <laughs> Actually, people would say he's a little tzaddikal. Okay, anyways, so... um. I, 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 you know, Rabbi Erbs, you, you're having a hard time starting the story. That's because I, I'm just, my mind is racing. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> no, 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 not that kind of racing. It's racing like I'm trying to figure out, can I really, con, con, you know, combine and crunch the story in one session? So try. All right, I'm going to try. Here we go. Our story begins when he was a little boy of approximately 10 years old. When he was about nine years old, um, I'm told that it's either when he was eight or nine years old, his parents were both Nifta. Okay, I don't remember which one was uh, Nifta beforehand or after, because after I read the story and I was checking out the sources, um, all of a sudden I realized it's time to come to the studio. So here I am. So here we go. Ready? Okay. This is the real official start of the story beyond the shadow of a doubt, I hope. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is for real. All right. I hope so. Okay. Um, 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 go ahead. All right. When he was a little boy, he lost his parents and, of course, the town where he lived in. Okay, they were trying to take care of him. And, uh, you know, but interesting enough, he was a little bit of a wild kid. But he had such a head on his shoulder, it was unreal. So let's follow little Naftali. Oh, by the way, um, if you'd like to stay quiet during the story, you can, or I could let you play Little Naftali. I could play Little Naftali? Wow, sounds like fun. Okay, I'm going to be Naftali. Can I see the script? Uh, yeah, sure, here it is. Got it? Ah, okay, let me see. I'm a very quick reader. <laughs> I like it. Okay, here we go. Ready, here we go. 
All right, Kindalach. Uh, here we are in the Cheder room over here, and we are going to learn a little bit of Chumash. Naftali, uh, what, what, what exactly are you doing? Uh, me? I- I'm just taking this little goat. What, what exactly are you doing with that goat? I'm bringing in the goat inside the Cheder so it could chase around... The Kindalach? No, 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 no. That's too easy. So what? What? What's going on? I, 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 I put a frog over there. Where? On your desk. Oh no! What is this? This this goat is jumping all over my desk over here. What's the matter with you? Naftali, get this goat out of here! <laughs> this is funny. It is funny. And of course, he thought it was funny. The Kindalach were laughing, but the Rebbe was not laughing. And eventually, the Rav, who uh, was the one who tried to take care of Naftali the most, he kept him in his house over there as much as possible, and uh, he called him over. Uh, 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 Naftali, uh, come over here, please. Oh, hi, Rav. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Baruch Hashem. But the Cheder Rebbe tells me that you brought a, a goat to the Cheder today. Uh-huh, I did, I did. And a frog. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I would have brought a caterpillar, but I couldn't find any. Ugh, oh, yes, I see. Why you do these things? I'm very bored. I mean, the, the, the Rebbe doesn't teach me anything I don't know. I could teach him a thing or two. I'm sure that you can. Yes, yes. I'm very positive. But please, Naftali, please. Everybody's trying to help you and take care of you. Why don't you show some Akara Satoi? Please, behave yourself. Okay, I'll behave myself. I'll be a good boy. Um, uh, uh, okay, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be a different boy in the Cheder. I hope so. And sure enough, the next day came. Instead of going to the group with the younger children, he went into the cheder room where the older children were there learning Gemara. And there was Naftali. We're trying to learn over here. What's the matter with you over there? What's the matter? I'm learning also. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. What you doing? You're humming to yourself? No, no, I'm going to learn this whole Gemara by myself. <laughs> Listen, why don't you go back into the other room, the other kindlech, and learn your chumash over there like you're supposed to, yes? No. I said yes. And I said no. Uh, anyways, I'm going to continue over here. Um, What's this kid doing? Did you see a thing like that? Yeah, I see what he's doing. He keeps turning page after page after page. Excuse me, sonny boy. This is not a little uh, book. This has Kedusha. This is a Gemura. You can't just turn your pages. I'm learning. Excuse me. Pardon me. I am learning. You're disturbing me. <laughs> You're learning. You're turning the pages. Oh, yeah? You don't think I'm learning? Go ahead. Test me on any stuff. I dare you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right, what does it say on that dollar, the fourth line from the top? And he quoted it. And he quoted it. And then he even quoted the Toysus, and he said a bal pair already. And he was just like rattling off. 
And then they asked him questions more and more, and they were like flabbergasted. They couldn't believe it, that this little mischievous little kid, Naftali, was a genius. And I guess the reason why he was making so much trouble was because he was a shtickle bored, and his mind raced so quickly. But in the meantime, the whole town knew about little Naftali. Naftali was the kind of kid that... Um, you know, everybody knew it makes trouble all over the place, but yet is a genius. And no Rebbe could teach him, uh, at least for too long. Anyways, what happened was is, one day, a person on a horse came in, a dignified person, like a courier. Also, in three days, three days, this is not very good. I could just imagine what's going to happen in three days. I could just see it now. The crown prince is coming in, and there is Naftali running up and bringing a goat, putting it in his carriage. And if he doesn't put a goat, he'll put a pig. If he doesn't put a pig, he'll put a frog in his shirt. Why, what am I going to do? Ah, we achil Hashem here. And then, oh, this, this crown prince is not uh, our greatest friend either. Oy, oy, oy. He, he might get so angry. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I don't know what to do. I, I, Maybe if I talk to him, nah, he never listens. He always says he's going to be good, and then he doesn't. I think the best thing is I should lock him up in the attic. Yes, I'll bring him upstairs to the attic on the day of the prince's arrival. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Now, uh, Tolly, come here. Yes, yes, Rob, what, what can I do for you? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, are you going to speak to me why I put um, a peanut butter in someone's ear? Uh, no, I don't know about that yet. Uh, don't worry, you'll find out about it soon. <laughs> okay, anyways, what can I do for you? Uh, 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 um, uh, well, um, you know, in three days... Um, I know, I heard it. This guy screamed so loud. <laughs> he almost busted my eardrums. You know, I, I felt like throwing mud on him, but I didn't find any. So anyway... Oh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Uh, yes, uh, 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 yes. Uh, Rav, you dropped your cup of coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Just thinking about you throwing mud at the crown prince. Uh, I wasn't going to throw it at the crown prince. I was going to throw the mud at the courier who was screaming and almost busted my eardrums. The crown prince, well, I should put a whole bottle of beer on him, right? Uh, no, 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 no. You see, uh, he's going to get very angry. It's going to be a lot of trouble for the Jewish people. So listen to me very carefully. I was just thinking, for the benefit of the town and for the benefit of you to learn to have a little self-control, I want to, on the day of the, the crown prince when he comes, I want to uh, bring you upstairs into the attic. All right? Now, um, 
I will lock the door. I will have a locksmith make a special lock because I know you. You break out of lock somehow. I don't know how you do that. I do it with a toothpick. I could do it with a hairpin. And, 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 and I could, um, I just do it. I don't know. Yes, I know. I know. Anyways, listen to me very carefully. But I want from you is as follows. I'm going to lock you up in the attic so you don't come out. But there will be a window there, okay, that you could see. And you will be able to see when the crown prince comes. So you won't miss seeing him. And then if you want, you could make the brocha, you know, that you make when you see a king. You understand? So what do you say? Well, the Rav tries to take care of me. So, um, okay, whatever the Rav tells me to do, I'm going to do. Ha! <laughs> Hashem. Uh, uh, just make sure I don't have to chase after you. Oh, why? Uh, you're getting tired of running after me? <laughs> Not totally, please. And so, sure enough, the day arrived. The Rav had a special, special lock that was almost impossible, basically pretty much impossible to pick. And so it was put on the attic door. And the hinges were extra special, so they could be knocked off. They could not be knocked off, and so on and so forth. And the Rav grabbed Naftali by surprise. I got you. Oh, 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 oh. Why are you holding my hand so tight? I want to make sure you don't break away. You're supposed to be by me, remember? I have to put you in the attic, remember? Oh, I forgot all about it. I was in the middle of getting beer together. Beer? How did you get beer? They're not allowed to sell you beer. You're a little kid. I know, I know. Um, 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 they didn't sell it to me. I kind of like uh, went in there, put down the money, and I said, look, a mouse. And they all ran to chase the mouse but because there wasn't any. And then I grabbed the beer and I ran out. But I didn't steal it. I left the money there. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to pour this on his head. No, 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 no. You're going to the attic. And that's it. And so he schlepped him up to the attic. And he put him into the room. And he made sure he had enough food and everything in there. And he locked the door. <laughs> All right, try to get out. Uh, you really want me to try to get out? No, 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 don't try. Just stay in the attic. Please give me your word. Otherwise, you're going to put everybody in danger. Okay, I'll try. I'll try to be a, a good little boy. I hope so. I, I don't understand this kid. He's just a little kid. In one way, he's like a, a small kid. On the other hand, he's a genius. Ten years old, what a genius. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe it. Uh, is he 10 years old yet? I mean, uh, may I remind her of he's not quite 10 years old? Um, well, maybe he is. Uh, uh, well, um, uh, let me calculate when his parents were left there. So he should be eight. No, no, but about two years he was by you. No, no, you're right. He's 10 years old. Eh, thank you. Thank you. Very good. Ay, 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 ay. All right. Anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could just see him in his bar mitzvah in two years from now, three years from now, he's going to get bar mitzvah. <laughs> Instead of people throwing pekelech at him, he's going to throw pekelech at the people. I could see that now. Okay, anyways. All right. And so the day arrived, and the crown prince was coming with soldiers, and they were marching in, and there were trumpets blaring. <laughs> What was that? Oh, me. I was just blowing my nose. Sorry. Did I disturb you? I don't know. Okay. Oh, there he is. How are you, Shalom Aleichem, Your Majesty, Your Humble Mishigasim, Your Humble Antisemite, and everything. How are you? How are you? And, of course, 
The crown prince didn't hear everything because there's so much noise and the music going and everything and the marching band and the soldiers all around him. And there was the crown prince. He was walking on his... Actually, no, he wasn't walking. He was like on that kind of carriage standing there and waving to everybody. And then he picked out of all places to make his speech. He stood right in front of the big shul where the rav was. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I picked this place here, Baruch Hashem. We sweeped up the shul. It was nice, him there. And the crown prince began to get up there. And he was speaking. And it just didn't make sense what he was speaking about. But nobody had the chutzpah to tell him, You're boring, boring. Nobody had the chutzpah to do that. And he just kept going on and on and speaking and speaking and speaking and yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping. And then when he was finished after about an hour, he said, And may I tell you that what I just did was just my introduction to my speech. And now for the speech. Oh, my. Ay, 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 ay. I hope my Bar Russian doesn't look like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what. If your my mistress dresses like that, I'm gonna go home, and make kiddush, and then come back later. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, let's pretend we're interested. And sure enough, everybody's listening. And there was Naftali up in the attic getting restless. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I can't stand this. I, I just can't stand in one place. And this is crazy ridiculous. You know, I, I'm going to the right. I'm going to the left. Let me get out the door. Hello, hello, hello. Let me out. 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 Oh, maybe I can take off the hinges. Oh, no, there's special capped hinges. I can't get them off. And besides, I don't have any tools over here. Oh, wait. I can take apart the bed with my hands. No, no. Then I break the door. Then it's close to rub my mouth. Wait a minute. What is this? I forgot. Underneath my mattress, I have my slingshot. <laughs> Let me go get my slingshot. Oh boy, oh boy, I got my slingshot. And wait a minute. The window, he probably didn't put a fancy lock on the window because he didn't think that I would climb three stories down. That's kind of dangerous. Um, Let me just try to open this window. Oh, I can't. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I got it. I could use this hanger over here. One second. <laughs> I opened up the window lock. La 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 kiss kiss. <laughs> okay, I managed to do it, even though it was a fancy kind of safety lock of some sort. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he had the, the locksmith try to keep me inside the window. Okay, let me open the window slowly. Ah, some fresh air. Oh, wow, there's the crown prince. Wow, he's got a pretty big schnazzola over there. A big nose he's got. Well, oh, look at this. There's some loose little pebbles that came off of the cement on the wall. Wow. I wonder if I took one of these pebbles, and I put it on my slingshot like this, and then I pull it back, and I aim towards his big nose. Would I hit his nose or not? <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. Just, just, just want to tickle his nose. One, a baby, two, a baby. And he shot the slingshot. And that pebble went fly. And it was going through the air. And the prince was speaking. And so, in conjunction of what I just said, punch me in the nose, hit me in the nose, find him, gods, gods, gods. 
Hey, what happened there? What happened? Hey, what's going on here? Hey, 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 nobody move. Don't be a wise guy. Who struck the king? Who, 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 you know, he's going to be the future king, you know? Who struck the crown prince? Hey, you know, chutzpah. You know, that's not what your Jewish people call it. Chutzpah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, you guys got a lot of chutzpah, huh? All right, tell me, who did it? And nobody answered. Uh, 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 we don't know what you're talking about, if you don't mind. Uh, 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 can you please explain what, what, what's, what's happening? <laughs> Somebody hit the crown prince in the nose. What was it? <laughs> I'm bleeding. I got a little boo-boo. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Ah, Your Majesty, please, don't be such a baby over it. I mean, uh, well, oh, my goodness. I see the little pebble on the floor. It's got a little blood on it. Wow, somebody used a slingshot. Where could it have come from? Look around. Sir, I know where it's coming from. I see a little kid laughing up there. Where? Everybody's outside except what? A little kid up there in the attic with that open window. He's laughing. What's that in his hand? He, he's he got a slingshot. He did it. All right, Your Majesty, let's get him. Oh, yes, please get him. He had the nerve to hit the king. Uh, I'm a future king, you know. I'm a crown princess. I'm like a king, you know. I'm going to be a king. And it, it hit me in the nose. <laughs> Go arrest him. And I want him brought out and I want him hung until he's dead. <laughs> uh, uh, usually that's what happens. All right, men, get up there. Uh-oh, you're coming for me. And the rose started thinking, This is And everybody was saying to him, and all of a sudden, they were coming up the steps. Open the door in the name of the Lord! Open the door in the name of the Lord! Hey, you know how to rhyme, but you know what? I'm going out the window. What? I will bust down the door. One, two, three. <laughs> and he busted open the door. And as they came in, suddenly they saw little Naftali on the windowsill. Bye-bye. Hello, kid. You can't jump. We have to hang you. You, you can't die yet. Don't jump. We gotta kill you. You can't kill yourself. I'm not gonna kill myself. You think I wanna die? I'm just gonna go on that tree. I'll see you. Weep! And he jumped, and he grabbed a branch in a tree, and he swung around there. And then suddenly the, the captain over there, the, the general, whatever you wanna call him, he said, All right, everybody, climb that tree. He's up there. Get him! Oh, hi, la 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 kiss kiss, you can't climb to catch a butterfly, la 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 kiss kiss. And as they were trying to climb up there to catch him, suddenly he swung back into the room. And this was going back and forth until he snuck out. And then finally, the king said, do something, Thaddeus, do something. And so his officer in charge, Thaddeus, said, all right, you listen to me now and you listen to me well. If you don't get this kid to surrender now, for every minute that he's out there, we'll arrest another Jew and put him in jail. Do you understand that? And the rum said, Oy vey, it's me, this is terrible. Herzerzi, uh, Natoli, please, come down there before you make more trouble. Please. Oh, I was just beginning. Natoli, please, Kim come down right now. Okay, for you, Rebbe, I'm coming. And so Naftali came down. <laughs>
And as he reached the bottom over there, they grabbed him. Get him! Get him! Ow, you're hurting me. Stop that or I'll bite you. I'm warning you. And suddenly, His Majesty the Crown Prince said, I want him taken and I want him killed right now. Yes, that's what I want. And suddenly the rabbi said, I'm showing me, excuse me, with all due respect, your highness, your royalness, and your big noseness, or whatever. What did you say? Nothing. I wouldn't say that I'm the rub. I never say things like that. It must have been you heard somebody in the audience over here say something, but not me. Okay, so listen to me very carefully. Your Majesty, you're wonderful, you're great, we love you. Not, I mean, yes, we love you, and Your Majesty, hear me clearly. Um, you know, uh, please, he's just a little kid. How could you take offense from a little kid? He hit the king, and he deserves to be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand, but he's just a ten-year-old kid. Uh, Your Majesty, please. Ah, uh, listen here, if the king wants him killed, we're going to kill him. Uh, yes, and I can imagine the word gets around that uh, the Majesty has so many guards all around. And the little 10-year-old kid breaks the security around the king and hits him in the nose. That would not look too good for the, his majesty, the crown prince, would it? <laughs> what do I do? Oh, dear me, oh, my. Wait a minute. I'll tell you what I'll do. i got a better idea. I want him to be locked up in a special prison. And he will be kept there until he's 18 years old. <laughs> then we'll take him out, and then we'll kill him. And then nobody will say anything. They won't say it's a kid. <laughs> That's what we'll do. And Thaddeus, you, I want you to be in charge of this. You personally take this kid and take him there and lock him up, and you are in charge of his security. <laughs> My pleasure. Now, Thaddeus was not exactly such a friendly person either. So Thaddeus went over and took this child. He took little Tully and he tied him up and he put him on a horse. And he said, now, let's go, kid. No funny stuff. Ah, uh, come on, let's go. Uh, sir, uh, with all the respect, I mean, if you don't mind, I mean, I really, I really, you know, like, I think you should let me go. I'm just a kid, you know? I mean, I mean, kids do things, you know? And I'm, I'm a kid, and I did things, and I went on You know something, kid? You talk too much. Let me gag your mouth. But you don't understand. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I can't, hello, your, your majesty, please. You don't, I, 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 hello, I'm talking to you. I, 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 I'm not his majesty. I'm his captain of the guards. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah. Now, you are going to be quiet, or I'll stuff your mouth. Uh, uh, no, please. Uh, I'm stuffing your mouth. <laughs> How do you like that? And now you can't take that out. <laughs> because your hands are tied. Oh, okay. Um, what am I going to do now? He stuffed my mouth. And after a while, they were traveling, and suddenly Naftali started speaking. Excuse me, sir. You know, we're passing an inn. It's a beautiful place. Nice place where you can get a lot of vodka and everything. Nice schnapps, you know. Cool schnapps, you know. You like schnapps to drink and drunk a little bit. Got good food over there, too. And they'll take care of you and everything. One second. Just a minute now. How are you talking if I stuffed your mouth? And because I took out the stuffings. What? How did you do that? How did you take the stuffings out of your mouth? I just picked up my hand like this and I took it right out. What? How did you move your hands? You were tied up. Now, you don't know how to tie very good. <laughs> I got out of very easy a long time ago. 
Listen here, kid. You try to run away, and I'll have you killed now. I won't wait until you're 18 years old. Just give me an excuse. Uh, all right, I'll give you an excuse. I'm a little kid, so let me go. No, not that kind of excuse. Now you listen to me well. You're coming with me. Uh, so we're going to the inn? All right, we'll go to the inn. If it'll keep you quiet. Huh. I'll keep quiet until we get to the inn. And so, sure enough, they arrived at this inn. And it was a Jewish inn. And when they came inside, and how are you? And how are you? How are you? Uh, oh, this looks like Thaddeus, the anti-Semit. What does he have over there? Oh, the kid Naftali. Everybody knows Naftali. What's he doing? Uh, uh, what's with the kid? Don't ask questions. I'm going to take this kid. And I'm going to tie him up to this beam over here. And don't try to untie him. All right, kid. Now, let me put this around you. Then let me put this chain around. And lock, lock, lock. And tie, tie, tie. And that should do it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you're going to feed me because my hands are tied. Ah, they'll feed you. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, bring me a good meal. I want lots of strong wine. Do you got that straight? And whiskey wouldn't hurt either. Would you like, sir, wine? Or would you like whiskey? I would like anything that wets my whistle. I understand? Okay, sir. No, no problem. What are we going to do? This is terrible. I know, but uh, we, we can't do anything. I don't know. And just then, in walked Reb Schmelke. Reb Schmelke was a Malamed who used to come to the inn to teach the little Kindelach from the neighborhood and also to teach the innkeeper's children also. And that's how he made a little money here and there. And he came in, and he didn't like the idea. Hey, Vesmir, I don't like this. What's going on here? This boy is tied over here. <gasps> that's the little boy Naftali. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Shinaftoli. Oh, I better make like I don't know what's going on here. I don't want to get this guy suspicious. Uh, give him a stock a drink. And of course he said in Yiddish he should give him a strong drink. And he gave him a very strong wine. And Thaddeus began to get a little groggy. You just better stay tied up because if you try anything funny, I'm going to come after you. And then you know what's going to happen. All right, innkeeper, listen here. Chaimel, uh, 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 listen. We have to do something about this. This is a boy chick. This little boy chick. We have to save him. Uh, what do you mean we have to save him? How am I supposed to save him? What am I supposed to do with him? I mean, I can't save him. I mean, what am I supposed to do with him? This is Thaddeus. Don't you know that? Uh, I understand. So tell me, Naftali, what did you do? Uh, nothing much. It's a bilbul, you know. I mean, they just want to kill me, but they can't kill me until I'm 18 because then uh, it looks bad for the crown prince because, uh, you know, a little kid at uh, 10 years old threw uh, like a little pebble. You know, I use a slingshot, really. I threw a little pebble in the king in, in the in the king to be nose. I mean, you know, the crown prince is going to be the king to be. I, I just threw it in his nose. Ay, 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 ay. That's terrible. You put all the hidden in danger. Well, what should I do? Ay, 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 ay. Now listen. Uh, you know what? 
let us um, say Tehillim together, and maybe Hashem will perform a miracle for you. <laughs> yeah, okay, sounds like a great idea. Okay, so um, we're going to say Tehillim now? Yes, 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 Hashem. We're going to say Tehillim. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, uh, where, where do you want to start from? Uh, Perik Olive, Kuflamid, Shira Malov? Where do you want to start from? Uh, we'll start from the beginning. Uh, you repeat after me. Because, Baruch Hashem, I'm a person in my years, and I know the whole Tilim Balpeh because I said it so many times. Now you just repeat after me. Okay, whatever you say. And before Rav Shmelka could say the next word, Naftali was ahead of him. It turned out that Naftali displayed that he knew the whole entire Tehillim Balpeh. And Rav Shmelka was amazed. You know the whole Tehillim Balpeh? Yeah, I know lots of things, Balpeh. Uh, go ahead, ask me any question on Chumash Rashi, anything you want. And he did. And I could ask me on any Masechta, any Gemara. Go ahead. And he did. And sure enough, he realized that Shmelka, and his Shmelka realized that Naftali was somebody really, really special. A potential to be a great Talmud Chochem, a great Godel, but yet, because he's a little kid, he's wild. He needs to mature, that's all it is. So he thought about it, and he came up with an inclusion. Listen, Herr Chaimel, we have to save this Bukhar. You see how much of a Talmud Chochem he is? Uh, yeah, I see. He's a Talmud Chochem, but how are we supposed to save him? We can't just release him, then they'll be angry, and then they'll kill us, and then they'll be pogroms or whatever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can get a little help over here. We, with Shat Shmaya, we can do almost anything. You know what I mean? And in walked an old, old doctor by the name of Orenstein. Now, he was once the best doctor in the whole territory. But this guy, Dr. Orenstein, had a little bad thing that once happened to somebody in his family, and it upset him so much. And he took to drinking. And he stopped practicing medicine so much because nobody's going to go to a doctor that shakes because he's drunk. And they stopped coming to him. But people used to give him sadaka here and there to keep him going. And he still had his doctor's license, whatever they called it in those days. He was a professional doctor and everything. Except he just wasn't practicing. And he was coming into the inn. Nobody knows. I'm drunk from my nose. Everybody goes, Hi, Amo, hi, Amo. Touch me, Hatayba, do me a favor and give me a glass of vodka, please. I'm not feeling very good. Uh, my, my blood alcohol is not so high. Can you please elevate it by giving me a glass of vodka, please? Uh, you're right, I'll give you a glass of vodka. I hope this is the last one you need. Uh, uh, wait a second. He's waking up. Excuse me, pardon me, uh, 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 listen, uh, Thaddeus, how are you? Ah, uh, what's going on here? That a kid? Ah, he's still to be great, great. What can I do for you? Uh, listen to me, I, I, I got a little secret for you. Um, um, are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, tell me, what, 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 what's the secret? What, 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 what? Uh, listen to me, uh, listen to me very well. We're willing to pay you some money... If you could let the kid go. <laughs> Pay me a little money. You must be joking. You're trying to bribe an officer of the Royal Guards. <laughs> That's a crime in itself. I could arrest you. 
Uh, what are you talking about, by the way? How much? Well, um, well, I, I, I could maybe uh, give you a, a, a thousand gold coins. A thousand gold coins. <laughs> I could still arrest you for bribery. Now, maybe if you talked a little more. Okay, two thousand gold coins. Ah, two thousand gold coins. That's nothing. If you're already going to get so much money from me, why did you make it three thousand? No, no, five thousand. No, no, you know what? I'll settle for 10,000 gold coins. What do you say to that? <laughs> 10,000 gold coins. No, what do you say? Uh, uh, um, okay. Uh, very good. Uh, now, now, just uh, let the kid go. Uh, what? <laughs> I can't let the kid go. What are you talking about? I let the kid go? If Crown Prince finds out, what am I going to do with 10,000 gold coins, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, sir. Cannot do that. No, 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 no. Got to do something better. Let me think a little bit. Uh-huh. 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 Maybe you could think of something. And suddenly, Rav Schmelke thought of something. Listen, I have an idea. Listen, I don't know if you like it or not, but it's a good idea. Maybe um, uh, you go back to the crown prince and you say the kid got a little too wild and tried to an array, and you killed him. Oh, yeah? And how am I going to prove that? Am I going to bring back the kid's head? No, 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 no. Chas v'sholem. I'm going to bring back his nose? No, 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 no. His ear? No, 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 no. His nose? No, 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 no. And what am I going to bring? You'll bring a, a death certificate. Mamish Hashem sent the Rafur before the Yeshua, or before the Maka. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Listen, Dr. Orenstein is here. Hey, Dr. Orenstein! Listen, would you sign a, a death certificate and say that boy is dead? Uh, even though I'm drunk, I see he's alive. I'm not that drunk. No, 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 no. You sign a death certificate, you're an official doctor. He'll prove it that the kid was dead. And then he was buried. And that's it. And they won't look for him. All right. I saved kids when I was a good doctor. I'll save them when I'm a bad doctor, okay? Fine. No problem. I'll sign it. All right. Listen to me. As a condition, I'll accept these gold coins. The 10,000 gold coins. But you got to have it now. Uh, I was just thinking maybe I could pay you over the years. <laughs> Are you joking? No way. I'll give you up to an hour. Up to an hour, you got that? Otherwise, I'd take the kid with me. <laughs> Wait a second, I signed the death certificate. He's dead. How could you take the kid with you? Quiet, old man. Now listen, when you bring me these 10,000 gold coins, there's one condition that you have to fulfill no matter what. That this kid does not leave this place for at least 10 years. You understand? So he's completely forgotten about. You got that? Uh, yeah, this should be no problem, right? Uh, yes, yes, of course. No problem. Uh, no problem as long as the kid gives me vodka and the kid is dead because I signed the papers, of course. No personal no, question about it. All right. One hour. Where are we going to get that kind of money? Where are we going to get such money like that? And suddenly, this little... Eight-year-old girl, the innkeeper's daughter, Rivka, came forward. Daddy, Daddy, 
the basement you put aside, you have over there some money for my hustler in the future. My hustler's not going to be for at least another 10 years. We have a mitzvah pigeon shavuyan. We could save this boy. Why don't we save him? Uh, listen here, uh, Rivkula. Rivkula, I put this money aside for you. Don't you understand? But I don't care for it now. I'm not getting married for at least another 10 years, but he needs to be saved because in eight years they're going to kill him. So we have to save him. It's a big mitzvah. And if Hashem gave you money now, so he's going to give you more money in the future. You'll see. Don't worry. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And he had a quick meeting with his wife. Oh, yeah, she, she's right, she's right. So what do you say, Tati? I'm willing to give it up. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, okay, so fine. Well, that's what we're going to do. All right, all right, all right. I'll be back in a minute. Hurry up! And he went downstairs to the basement. He went behind the stove. And he lifted up a metal plate from the floor. And he pulled out this big box and he opened it up. And he pulled out this bag of gold. Here we go. Let me go back up the steps. All right, here you go. Here I go. Let me count it first. There's one with some gold coins. Wow, 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 wow. All right, this is very good, very good, very good. Let's see now. I gotta hide these gold coins for a while. I can't use them. When I get older and I need to retire, then I'll use them. <laughs> 10,000 gold coins is worth a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I got an idea. Ah, uh, you over there. Bring some needle and thread right now. Yes, yes, I'll bring you needle and thread, whatever you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me cut open the lining in my coat. <laughs> Look at that fur lining in there. <laughs> A lot of stuffings in there. All right, give me that bag of gold coins. <laughs> 10,000 gold coins. Makes my jacket pretty heavy. <laughs> All right, let me put it in. <laughs> this is great. Okay, now let me sew it up. Wait a minute. You sew better than me. Sew it up for me. Yes, I will. And so sure enough, the innkeeper's wife sewed up the coat. And they sewed up the, she sewed up the coat. And what ended up happening was he left the boy there and he took the coat and he was smiling and he had the death certificate in his hand. And sure enough, time would have it. He brought the death certificate to the crown prince and the crown prince said, Oh dear me, oh my, I guess we don't have to wait those eight years. <laughs> A doctor signed it, well. It poor kid, he died. <laughs> nice work, Thaddeus, you know. You saved the country money also. <laughs> very well, very well. I'm glad you have the death certificate to prove that he has been killed and he has been buried, whatever's left of him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And sure enough, the crown prince believed it. And they kept this bacha for ten years inside the attic. And Schmelke kept talking to him and learning. And eventually, instead of Schmelke teaching him, it seemed to be that this Bocha, Naftali, was able to teach Reb Schmelke. And this would go on for the 10 years. 
And during those 10 years, he matured a lot. And the Vilkite slowed down. He was no longer so wild. He calmed down quite a lot. And then Schmelke felt bad. I made them take the money so many years ago. And now he hasn't made another 10,000 gold coins since then. How is he going to marry off his daughter? Wait, I have an idea. Have an idea. Yes, 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 yes. I have a great idea. Let me go upstairs to, to, not Dolly. Uh, yes, who's there? Uh, Naftali, open the door, Schmelke. Uh, yes, Rabbi, sure. Yes, um, what can I do for you? Uh, listen to me. You know, you have a Satoiv? Yes, I definitely do. I learned that my Wildkeit led to terrible things happening, and I'm a changed person, Rabbi. Really, I am. I'm totally changed, and... And I thank you for getting me all this forum, and I'm, I'm learning, I'm steiging away. It's Mamish Givaldic. So what can I do for you? You know, they gave away the Nadengeld. They gave away the money that was supposed to use for a chasana for the innkeeper's daughter. I'm sure you know this by now. She's not a little kid anymore. Yes, yes. And I notice I'm not a little kid anymore either. Yes. They would like to marry her to a Talmud Chochem, but they can't afford it because they don't have the money. So what are you saying? I'm suggesting that you marry the daughter. I should marry the daughter? Well, um... Yes, Al-Zakarasatoyv. You know, to show that they saved your life. You have a Karasatoyv to them. They, they were shlichim from Makolish Borchu. Uh, yes. You're 100% right. I agree. I agree to marry... Uh, no question to ask. No, no question to ask. I agree to marry Rivka. No problem. Uh, 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 you do? I don't have to argue with you? No, absolutely not. You don't want to marry into a rich family? No, nope, absolutely not. I mean, what? That... Absolutely nothing to worry about. I want to marry the innkeeper's daughter. Uh, all right. Very good. We're going to do that. And sure enough, he announced to the innkeeper that Rabnav Tully agreed to marry his daughter. And he was so happy because even though he didn't have the money, he was so happy about it. And the arrangements were being made to make a beautiful, beautiful wedding. And believe it or not, I'm out of time for the story part, but I said I would leave over a few minutes left for phone calls. So before I get to those phone calls, I want to end at this spot right here. And uh, I'm sure Rav Nassim will remind me what part I'm up to next week. Uh, we're up to basically, he agreed to get married and they're preparing all the chasna preparations. And believe it or not, we are far from finish with the story. It's an amazing, amazing story. But I could not condense it. There's nothing I can do. I even, even this first part, I left out quite a number of little details, but I didn't leave out the main details, so we were able to get the gist of the story. So, Be'ez Hashem, we'll continue this story next week. So today, we'll just call it Mal Smichas Chachomim and the Code, Part 1. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, um, so, uh, can I talk now? Yes, you may. Okay, good. All righty. So, um, uh, uh, let's see. What is this? My son, Naftali, is so excited because you're saying a story using his name. <laughs> very interesting. Okay. Um, very interesting. So, I just hope, just like this person, Naftali, in the story, 
grows up to be the great, great tzaddik that he became, the Baal Semicha Eschachomim, I'm hoping, Be'ez Hashem, I give a bracha, that your son, Naftali, should grow up to be a great, big Talmud Chacham and an Adam Godel. Okay, that was a great, great email. Okay, so now uh, we'll try to take a few phone calls. Okay, so um, here we go. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Elio Cohen. Oh, Elio Cohen. Okay, so what lesson you learn in tonight's story? You should always do something right. That's right. That's correct. You I'll try always... speaking, Yossi. Sure. Yossi? Hi. Don't I do things right also? Um, Yossi. Um, uh... don't, don't I do things right? Hi, um, oh, could you see us? Could you save the story next week? Uh, maybe, I'll see, okay. But, oh, our phones are filled over here. I gotta go to the next phone call. Bye! Can I try to say the story next okay, week? Okay, maybe, okay. Bye, I gotta go to the next phone call. Hello, oh, you're, on, hello you're on the air. Uh-huh. Okay, very good. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Whatever you're listening to, could you lower because I hear double, double talk. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Um, um, the lesson is that you should have a curse taste. Excellent, excellent. Very good, great. That's one of the main things in tonight's story. Yes. Okay, very good. Thanks a lot. Okay, hello. hello. You should always do, um, you should. Yes, you should always do. He started saying something, you didn't finish. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah. What, is he, yeah, what is your name? Yeah. Okay, what lesson? And what lesson you learned? Uh-oh. I think the phones are crashing. Hello? Hello, yes. Uh, I hope I can hear you. hope you hear me. Okay. Um, can I see something? Yes. What lesson you learned tonight's story? I learned that you know, I can't, um, you try not to get in trouble. Right, you should not do mischievous and things, right? You should always be good. You should always be good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on What is your name? Hello? Something's happening with the phone lines. They're crashing. Hello? Yes. Oh, now I hear somebody. Yes. Hello? Um, that, that when someone's making a lot of trouble, it can still become good and become a tzaddik. That's correct, and we're going to find out how that happens even more so next week. <laughs> There's a lot of twists and turns in the next week's part. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Um, Usher Rosenblum. Okay, Usher, what lesson you learned tonight's story? That even though you go, um, you do bad stuff, you can still come back. That's correct. Even though you do bad stuff, you can still come back. That is 100% correct. Okay, thank you very okay, much. We'll Hello? Hello, you're on the air. What? Yeah, whatever you're listening to, you have to lower because I can't hear because it's double, double talk. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Sophia. Okay, Sophia. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? 
You should always say Tehillim. You should always say Tehillim, that's right, because Tehillim also helped over the end of the story. Very good. Okay, we're going to try to get one more caller in. Hello, you're on here. What is your name? Yeshua Nachum. Yeshua Nachum. Okay, what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Always have Akara Atom. Excellent. Always to have Akarasato. Very good. Excellent. Okay, that's all the time we have. I'm sorry I can't take all those other calls. Tonight they're really flooding away. I guess everybody's back from the summer then. That's what it shows, right? Okay, so I can imagine what Dr. Simcha is going to get flooded with phone calls also. Okay, here we go. Okay, so until next week, uh, goodbye and stay tuned for part two. Goodbye.